Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to the weekly podcast, Bethel Christian Church. I'm Stephen Farina. I'm Christina Farina. We're the associate pastors here at Bethel Christian Church and happy to share on this week's podcast. Yes, it's been such a good series so far since we started this year as Pastor has introduced the theme Courageous. This past week he started a three-part series and it's been called Courageous How and it's been really good so far. We've taken a, a turn here and talking about how, like what are the steps? And one of the points that we've made in this series in particular, Courageous How, is that we become courageous, we live victorious and see the miraculous by saying, praying, and obeying the Word of God. Right, and obviously this week's message was all about prayer and the prayer focus of praying. And what stood out to me is he jumped in right into like a a metaphor of introducing prayer. And he talked about gnawing the word gnaw, and it was to mean to chew or to cud. And he had this whole, you know, picture of a cow and talking about how they eat. And when they chew, they don't really eat the, the food that they're eating. They have to like regurgitate it and then it comes back up and then they chew on it some more and then they like regurgitate it again until they like eventually can chew on it and digest it fully. And I thought that was really interesting because then it brings out what we do in our personal lives with prayer. We can't just pray. We got to pray the word of God, but also read the word of God and allow that to like digest and regurgitate a little bit and then digest it some more and chew on that and read scripture and allow and pray scripture and allow that to speak into our lives. Yeah. And I think the, that picture itself really takes meditation from being some far off foreign Um, mystical, you know, strange thing Mm -hmm. and brings it to a very practical and simple reality of what meditation was designed to be. You know, it's meditation is taught in scripture is something that we should do and it should be part of our prayer. It should be part of our service to God. It should be part of our relationship with God Mm -hmm. and taking the word of God and chewing on it. And I love the picture, even though, you know, you think of digestion. Gross, yeah. Digestion isn't isn't so much the gross thing. It's a natural part of life. Yeah. And what I really thought was great about the picture is sometimes it has to come up from within us. So right. we think of regurgitation and, and vomiting and, and the, the gross side of that. But realistically, for a cow, for, you know, the, the picture that was given was that it comes up from inside of us. When we put something into our lives, and how many times do we do that where we just hear something, we read something, and we go, wow, that's really cool, or that's really a great point, and then we need that another time. It has to come up from within us, and then we need to chew on it again and digest it again, and that second time it's going to have a different form. It might have a different you know, flavor, a different, different, yeah. <laughs> different smell. It might have a different, but it's it's going to have a different form and right. it may apply to our lives differently. But as we chew on that mm-hmm. and digest that again, it might be what we need. And that happens naturally, yeah. sometimes subconsciously, 
But why wouldn't that be something we make deliberate in our lives? Well, we don't always say like the same prayer every day, right? We don't, it's, it's different whether the situation you're in or, you know, and we don't read the same scripture the same way all the time. It stands out differently every time. So that I think about that when you like talked about the regurgitating now comes up differently. It's going to taste differently. Well, same with prayer and reading scripture. Like it's going to be different. Prayer is going to be different and how you read the word is going to be different every time. Yeah. So well, with that picture, pastor had talked about two main points. Um, the first one being praying with our understanding and that's inviting God into your situations. But he then talked about six principles within the Lord's prayer. And so the first one was adoration. So our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What did you think about that? Yeah, I think it's Jesus taught us how to pray. And praying with our understanding should be the way that Jesus taught. Mm -hmm. And the first step being adoration, he says, our father, hallowed be thy name. That step of adoration is an introduction. So as pastor said in the teaching, that we don't just say, just so, go yeah, hello. go right yeah. into our point, right? right? We we don't call somebody and just start talking. Right. We introduce ourselves. We're like, hey, Christina, Steve, you know, right. hey, you know, what's going on? And and there's some informal dialogue that starts that. But even more so, I think what really was speaking to my spirit while he was teaching that wasn't just the greeting, but more so that. God is our king, mm. that he's royalty. That's good. And we don't just greet him any old way. Right. And I know that we should be, you know, I, I think when it comes to religious practice or when it comes to um, traditions and things like that, I'm all about being less formal. Sure. And there's a time. I think place. that, yeah, I think that there's, you know, we don't want to get so str- stuck in ritual. So we don't want our greeting to God be, to be ritualistic. Mm-hmm. But it should be reverent, and it ultimately should be us addressing a king, royalty. Right. And so when we start praying, and when we pray from our understanding, we should have an understanding of who God is, that he sits high on a throne, and that we should offer a gift of worship, that we should offer adoration to him. Mm -hmm. That will give us a platform. You know, Proverbs 18, 16 says... A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Mm-hmm. That is a wise teaching that would say that if we're going to be brought before a king, we're going to be brought before the presence of greatness, of holiness, of majesty, that we should bring a gift. Right. And we should start with a reverent addressing of our king. Absolutely. And I agree. He's our father. He's our Abba father. He's our king of kings. He's our... Lord of Lords. I mean, he's he's more than just any one, old person. Any old person, exactly. So we have to come, you know, with a a pure heart. But we need to come to him with more of a formal name sometimes, not just "What's up, God?" or "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. Here's my more than just yeah. casual conversation. Exactly. That's good. And and number two was invitation, which is "Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Yeah, that's a that's an invitation, inviting God into our situation, that his kingdom would come, that it would be his way, right? Mm-hmm. We're inviting him to do so. And my, I feel like my, I went a, a step further in my mind, and, I, and 
not that it was incomplete, but I just kind of took it a little bit of a different direction of we invite him. But when you invite somebody to come, like you have to be like wholeheartedly inviting them Mm -hmm. and you have to do it their way. So if it's his kingdom, it's got to be his kingdom way, not our kingdom way, not what we're trying to build, what we're trying to do. It has to be his way. And I think there's a submission aspect to our invitation. And then number three was petition, which was give us this day our daily bread. And really what this broke down to was simply ask. It's okay to ask God. And we should ask God for what we need. And he should be the one that we are asking. Mm -hmm. And I think this really stood out to me in two different ways. Like sometimes we have not because we ask not, Mm -hmm. as the scripture says. But oftentimes we ask for things that I think are a little trivial. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get caught up in things that are very material or we get caught up in things in life that we think are so important for the moment, but if we were to just take a step back, we would realize that his will's better. Yes. And so I, I think that sometimes we have to say it, like it's okay to just say God and then realize like, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe that is a little trivial. Maybe if I'm focused in communicating to God, um, on these little things and we should believe God for little things. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think we should bring them up and do that. But Mm -hmm. I think it changes our perspective when you vocalize what we think is so important, realizing again, that he's our King and making sure that we are consulting him. If we are truly inviting him to be a part of it, to be making him present in our lives and in our understanding that we're not just reliant on our own understanding, right? But we're acknowledging him and letting him make our path straight. Right. Letting him direct our steps. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help, you know? Like, yeah. I think sometimes we feel like like embarrassed or like we're not capable of doing something on our own. But it's not the fact that you're not capable. It's the fact that, you know, God's greater and his plan is better than what we could come up with. So asking for help is just a way of God guiding us and God helping us through those times and through those situations. So like in school, you, you, it's people would always say like, oh, if you ask a question, like that's not okay. But no, you, you want to ask questions in school. Well, this is the same way. Like God wants you to ask questions. God wants you to come to him for help and he's going to lead you and guide you regardless. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's an amazing point because I mean, how many times do I not ask for help? Right. I mean, maybe it's just <laughs> the, the man in me, but it's the, the, the stubbornness. Sometimes we just don't maybe we just don't think to because we think things are within our own capabilities mm-hmm. or the problem's not as big to where we need to ask yeah so i guess that's the flip side of what know. i was thinking is that's that's the antithesis of that it's mm-hmm. the it's the reverse of that is is yeah like maybe we've gotten we've allowed things to get too big mm-hmm. in our own minds and we realize that they're trivial but also right. if we're not talking to god on the front end we might not be inviting him to a situation in which we really do need him mm-hmm. because we're just thinking, oh, I got this. Or we think it's too late to ask for him yeah. too. Like there's so many ways you could break that. Think about, you know, either it's not big enough, too small, or you're too late to ask for help. And now yeah. it's like, what's the point, you know? Which number four was confession, which was forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Yeah, the forgiveness is 
obviously so pivotal. Mm -hmm. It's such an important part of what Jesus taught us about what we should be and how we should carry ourselves Mm -hmm. and conduct ourselves with relationships, but also the importance of forgiveness because we are so desperately in need of being forgiven. Mm -hmm. And so we always forget that when someone does us wrong. Yeah. And so it is so important for us to ask for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. but also if we are going to receive forgiveness, to be gracious enough to give that forgiveness. Yeah, which, you know, great point that Pastor had said was that when we ask for forgiveness, we're repenting. Yes. For for our mistakes, for things we have done wrong. So we're repenting to God and saying, you know, I know I messed up and I'm asking you to forgive me so I can move forward with what you have for me. And then when we forgive others, we're releasing that forgiveness. So even though somebody has done us wrong and we might be having a hard time forgiving them and moving on, we have to ask God, God, help me to forgive this person. I'm releasing this to you. I want to give this to you because it's not my burden to carry anymore. And I want to move on and move forward with what you have for me and not hold this burden. So I thought that was a good point because I know that's something I've struggled with before is forgiving others that have hurt me and have done you know things to me that I had a hard time forgiving and moving from. But once I released that to God, it's powerful. It's and it's a huge weight lifted off of you, and you can move on with your life without having this burden just sinking deep into your heart and into your pit of your stomach, and you can move forward. Well, and how special is it that God gives us a way mm-hmm. to be like Him? Yeah. A forgiver. Mm-hmm. A releaser. Yeah. Someone that can be that. I mean, that's that's extra special that we can be that for other people. We really can be like Jesus yeah. and forgive others the way that he forgave us. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that's just... I just think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people struggle with. And absolutely. whoever's listening to this, like, you can do it. Like, you can forgive and you can let go of those things and, like... It's okay to feel those ways, those the, that way for a little while, but release that to God if you are struggling with forgiving or if you need to be forgiven. Like God still loves you regardless, and you can move on and allow God to use you. And if that's you, be encouraged that you can be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can be used to release somebody, and there's nothing more. There's been nothing more impactful for our lives yep. than Jesus releasing us of our sins. Yep. And we can, in turn, That's what he died release for, others. You know? Well, then number five, he talks about protection. And that's, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I think the protection aspect of asking God and allowing him to protect us, and where my mind went with that was that protection, we need to submit to the authority. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to obey the word of God in order for it to protect us. We have to follow God so that he can protect us. You know, if I want the police to protect us as a family, but every time I get on the highway, I drive 100 miles an hour, (laughs) I'm no longer able to be protected. (laughs) You kind of step outside of that realm of authority. And I do think that there is a submission aspect to protection that is just kind of one of the things that stood out to me. Absolutely. 
Well, then number six, the final one was exaltation, which is thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I, I think really tying it around, isn't that the natural, shouldn't that be the natural response yeah. when we pray that no matter what we go through, mm -hmm. no matter what we're asking of God or needing protection from mm -hmm. or what we're confessing to God, that it all should come back to the place that we realize that God is holy, mm -hmm. that he is worthy of our praise, that he's worthy of our worship, mm -hmm. that he ultimately is in control, and that even if what's going on around us is bad, even if everything that we're praying is 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 difficult, that he's still good. I think just one more thing before we move on to the second point is that the Lord's Prayer was a guide, mm -hmm. and, it, and Pastor made it a point to emphasize that this is a guide, not a ritual. Right. And so we got to remember that when we pray with our understanding, that we should pray these things and let it guide us. Right. Not make it just checking off the box or mm -hmm. just going through the motions because it will become dry and stale very yes, fast. absolutely. And so we need to uh, really take that and understand that. It's just something to guide us, that right. he's giving us this guidance in prayer so that we can be effective. The second point he talked about was praying with the Holy Spirit. And it was talking about how sometimes we need to talk to the Holy Spirit and ask him to talk to God. Yeah, that he's our advocate. Right. And that the Holy Spirit is there to pray for us when we don't have words. Mm -hmm. That he is there to... Uh, speak to God and search the heart of God. Praying with the Spirit wasn't just tongues. Yeah. Um, it is It is tongues. So if we were praying in tongues and praying in languages that are, are not our own, mm -hmm. that's part of praying with the Spirit. Right. But it's not the only way to pray with exactly. the Spirit. That we can pray with the Spirit, that God, um, that we can directly ask the Holy Spirit to pray on our behalf. Mm -hmm. That we're, That there's sometimes where we don't even have words, yeah. but we can pray out of our heart. The example was... Uh, from Samuel, that, that there could be prayer that comes out of a heart without even mm -hmm. words coming out. And so I thought that was really powerful. And what really stood out to me is that when you need words that you do not have, mm -hmm. that we pray with the Holy Spirit. When we don't have the understanding, mm -hmm. because we just talked about all this stuff about praying with our understanding, yeah. but sometimes our understanding isn't deep enough. Yeah. And we have to go to a deeper level. And so praying with our understanding is short, then we turn to the Holy Spirit. When we don't have the power, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us that power. When, when our emotions cloud our understanding or our emotions get in the way, or physically something is, is upon us that is so weighty that it's so distracting, and we're desperate, that's when you pray with the Holy Spirit. We don't always have to be at rock bottom to pray with the Holy Spirit, but no. I think it, it is that deep level that you need mm -hmm. to have so that when you are in those situations that you have, you know where to turn, you know what to do, mm -hmm. and you've practiced that. So in those moments, you can kick it into that high gear as we talked about. Yeah, morning. I think my most powerful you know moments was praying to the Holy Spirit and praying with the Holy Spirit. Like I could think of so many different ways that there was no words to say or, you know, just spending that time praying and just having those powerful moments, those impacting moments and just 
talking to the Holy Spirit or praying in the ho- with, with tongues is just amazing. And so much can happen in those moments if you allow the Holy Spirit to speak into your life, you know? Absolutely. It really is power from God in a realm that's beyond the natural. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beyond what we are capable of. And so that really brings us to the point of what we need. And I will just say, and I know we should, you know, it, this point of praying with the Holy Spirit deserves a ton of time. Mm-hmm. But prayer, is, prayer, especially prayer with the Holy Spirit, is something that no one can do for you. Mm-hmm. No one can fake. And ultimately, it's the real litmus test of your relationship with God. Yes. Closeness and intimacy is the way that you know a relationship is strong. And so the deep, intimate level of having relationship with the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Spirit is ultimately that test. However, I can't tell you how to do it. No. You simply have to ask the Holy Spirit and go there mm-hmm. with him. Yep. You can receive encouragement from others we should encourage each other in the holy spirit that is also part of it but to really experience the power of intimacy with the holy spirit you have to go there mm-hmm. and if you haven't gone there or you're scared to go there or don't understand it simply opening up your heart to the holy spirit that is inside of you when you believe and accept christ as your savior that the holy spirit is with you and when you just go there, you go to that place where you say, you know what, I'm going to go beyond my own understanding and simply trust and believe that, God, you are going to speak to me and give me the power and really pursue that. Well, I think this last point that Pastor made was really good as well. It says, the way to pray is the way Jesus taught us to pray and the way the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. And I mean, wow. Wow. That's the bottom line. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Like, the bottom line is Jesus taught us how to do it. Yep. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us. That ultimately is it. Let's take the understanding piece. Let's follow the guide mm-hmm. that Jesus has taught us. And ultimately, let's let the Holy Spirit lead us, yep. guide us. And let's go to those intimate and deep places with him yep. so that we have the power to be courageous in our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we just worship you right now. We thank you because you are good. Jesus, you are holy. You are worthy. We offer up just this time as worship to your name, as honor to your name. Lord, even as we're learning about you, we're just so thankful that we have the time to focus and that we have your word to follow and to obey. Lord, we invite you into our daily situations. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom be be our focus and let us live to honor you, to serve you, and to glorify you. Lord, we thank you that you provide and that you touch us and give us everything that we have need of. Forgive us, Lord, as we forgive others, as we release others, as we take on your nature to release others, that you would forgive us of our sins, of our wrongdoing. Lord, we pray for your protection, that we would follow you, that we would trust you And we would submit to your authority as you protect us and as you keep us safe in all things. But Lord, we ultimately turn to your Holy Spirit, our source of power, our source of strength. And we thank you that we can have supernatural power in every area of our lives as we turn to you. Lord, we pray that your Spirit would help us, guide us, and lead us as we seek your truth to follow you 
Again, we worship you and we lift you up. God, we lay our lives down before you and we commit them to you. Let it give you praise and the glory and honor that you deserve. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With that, we just thank you for joining us. Uh, We hope that you're blessed and that you have a great week. See ya. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.